<laughs> I mean, Lindsay, you took a bullet already on day two. I don't know. I don't really consider that a bullet, saying that I didn't know one song. Right. I mean, that's I didn't Christopher's say I didn't know way Tony, of shooting Tony, Tony. Of shooting I know an arrow. Tony, Tony, Tony. I just didn't know that song. That's all. But I feel like that's a weird thing if you don't know that song and you like Tony, 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 because I feel like that's well, one of the most popular songs. Like I said, I wasn't alive when it came out, so I don't know what to tell you guys. Oh, look at that. There we go. I love it. I'll tell Wait, you what you... cracked me up, though, is just hearing Laura say, how is that relevant? Because I know exactly what she was talking about. She was talking about the two young high school girl kickers. And then I all of a sudden brought it back to the high school girl that I played football with who then became a stripper. And then she's right. like, how's right. that relevant? And I was like, right. um, I guess it's really not. It's just it's what popped not. into my brain and then just flew out of my mouth, you know? Right, because Laura was trying to do a feel-good story yeah. on what you need to know, which you can hear each and every uh, hour at 55 past the hour. Well, at 4.55 and 5.55. It's a feel-good story, basically. And you took her feel-good story, warm and fuzzy, after-school special, and turned it into Skidamax. Yeah, it turned it into, like, soft porn. Good. Yeah. 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 That's what it did. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what you did. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I got it. How's that relevant? I like that. That was a good line. Yeah. Very good line. Yeah. These ladies, they are they are good, these two. So anyhow, uh, welcome in. Speaking of which, though, Lindsay, there are other things we'd like to discuss with you today. Like, it has come to our attention today. Now, you have brought this up to our attention, and I feel like the audience here needs to know this, because here's the deal. Everyone who listens to this station, who has listened to this station for a long time, um, you know, I've been here five years and I feel like I have been here in five years for a lot of stuff, okay? A lot of stuff has happened while I've been here. There have been some great moments on the station. There have been some not-so-great moments. There's been infighting amongst the talent and the producers and whatnot, right? Like, there's been all sorts of drama. There's always drama at this station. And honestly, I feel like the audience loves it. One way or another, good, bad, or indifferent, whatever the drama actually is, they love it. Well, they so, like it or not, they, they get it because we, we seem to promote the hell out of it, don't we? We do. We definitely do. Um, and I do want to get to Keyshawn causing some drama in a little bit. So just stick around for that because he did cause some drama today, and I want to make sure I address that. But the drama I'm referring to doesn't have to do with Keyshawn, doesn't have to do with UCAP, doesn't have to do with Laura, doesn't have to do with Travis or Sliwa, or Keyshawn, or Max, or J-Will, or John Ireland. However, the drama today, where we start the show, near the top of the hour, has to do with one Steve Mason. One half of the longest-running sports show in Los Angeles, Mason in Ireland, his name is first because we know that if his name was second, it would drive him crazy. So, of course, it has to be Mason in Ireland. And, you know, I've, I've mentioned many a time on this station after the alliance was formed that Steve Mason is the most important person on this radio station. However, I do feel like Steve Mason, as long as I've known him, does have a penchant to being a little petty occasionally and today, that has reared its ugly head once again. Lindsay, explain to the audience what you told us today on the chat. Well, the one and only Steve Mason, whose Twitter handle I won't mention, unfollowed me on Twitter. Come on. Yep. Petty Mace. That's what his new nickname should be. Petty Mace unfollowed me on Twitter. So no longer Venice Mace. Now it's Petty Mace. By the yeah. way, Petty Mace would be a great rapper's name. 
it really would be. He should. That should be his alter ego. Is Petty Mace, and he should lean into it because it'd be a great like. I think that's his main ego. Oh. Okay. Now. Okay. Now, how did you know that he unfollowed you? Let's go down this rabbit hole for a second here. Well, I had some people tweeting at me about something about being like you guys not being as hip as them or something. I got a couple of tweets about that. Well, allegedly they were saying that, right? Or Mason was saying that. Do we have audio of that? Oh, let me hear it from a context perspective. I need to hear the context because before I go and, you know, pass judgment on Steve Mason and John Ireland – I, I, and Greg Bergman and Jorge Briones, I want to make sure that I hear the proper context of what it is that he was saying. Go ahead. Now, let me hear it, Lauda. Well, the other thing about Kaplan, and I don't know how much – you listen to that show, right? Sure. Sedano and Kaplan. Sure. Kaplan knows nothing about pop culture whatsoever. Doesn't know any movie, doesn't know any actor, doesn't know any anything in music, doesn't know anything. So that's Cap's thing. They always have to explain – Emma Stone is this person. Really? He doesn't know who Emma Stone is? No. I mean, I've heard them have discussions where he has never seen particular movies that okay. everybody has seen. So My my wife has a friend like this. Okay. All right? And it's a... But, and by the way, I'm a, I'm a Scott Kaplan fan, but did you see his seats the other day at the Padre game? No, I didn't. Were they good? Like, basically front row... Right Ooh. off the side of home plate. So every hey, time high they, roller. Every time they took a shot of the plate, there was Kaplan. Nice. Nice, Cap. Um, I've, always, I've always liked Kaplan, but my wife has a friend um, that named Vicky. We call her Hot Vicky because she's attractive. Hot Vicky. But anyway, so... Oh, that's not Kaplan. Is Kaplan... Is, like, Kaplan has no... No sense of who's famous and who isn't? No sense, has no... And, Greg, you work that show. Right. He knows nothing about pop culture at all, right? So you know Margot Robbie. She's one of the most beautiful women in the world right now. No clue who she is. <laughs> like, not even not even a thought. Like, oh, yeah, I don't know who that is. Okay. True. So That's now, totally true. Now, I did not hear him say that he was hipper than us, though. Like, is that was that something that was actually said? Um, I think so, because I had a couple tweets, like somebody, you know, tweeted at me and said, well, they tweeted at Mason and Ireland and said, you guys are way more hip than Scott, Scott Kaplan. And then, so this is, so now it it feels like, and now Cap, I'm going to defend you here. Okay. Okay. I'm curious to hear this. Go ahead. I'm going to defend you because I actually feel like you not knowing this stuff is actually funny. And I actually think that every week on Friday, we should do a game, okay? We'll figure out a time where every Friday at said time, the audience calls in and tries to stump you on some sort of pop culture reference. It could be some, something as simple as, do you know who Margot Robbie is, right? Just to use the Greg Bergman example. No, I don't know who that is. Okay. No, and that's fine. But the um, – so – and if they stump you, we will send them – a, a ESPN Los Angeles T-shirt, okay, oh my or God, something. Be, or we're so, be giving away a lot of T-shirts. Some I was sort of say that sounds super easy if he doesn't know pop culture, right? But it also helps us because the more people that have a T-shirt means they might wear them, which means people may actually see that. And because this station, at times now that hasn't been the case most recently, because Tommy's done a great job with this, uh, hasn't always spent money to promote the station. Um, and it's not everybody's fault here, is what I would say. Or actually, it's very little to do with the people actually in Los Angeles. Um, I think that that is a nice grassroots thing. However, if Kaplan does get their answer right, we need to come up with some sort of challenge uh, or payback that the audience needs to pay towards Kaplan. Right. Now, They're perhaps have to send that, me their shirt. 
or, or right, they could send you something, or you can ask something of them. Maybe it's hey, you know, if it's like I don't want to do monetary stuff. Like if, if we do monetary stuff, it'd be like a dollar, like a dollar to like a charity of your choice or something or whatever. Well, that's not you know, like very much for the charity of my choice. I know, but it's still something. You never know. Like what if you get a few here or there? But it's just the it's it's the it's the act that counts. And I'm just using that as an example. But we find a way that the audience needs to then reimburse pay you back, basically. Like okay. if if they stump you, we give them a shirt. If you stump if you beat them, they've got to do something in return for us. I'm now maybe that's Maybe that's them going to a game and having a sign that says Sedano and Cap is the best show in L- radio show in L.A. or whatever. We could come up oh, with like some, a, lo- a, a long list of things. Um, perhaps what we do is we come up with a list of things and they get to choose, right? We give them options. George, this uh, is a great idea, but I want to just say something here. I feel like a long time ago I was really, really into pop culture. But I don't know how everybody at this radio station is a movie critic. Everybody talks about the writing wasn't good. The acting wasn't good. Everybody here is a a movie critic. I'm like, guys, I've spent the last 30 years of my life, like, analyzing and breaking down and studying sports. And then I had the last 20 years where I had four kids, and it just kind of took away from my Marvel movie watching. So it just cracks me up that everybody's a, a pop culture expert and I, I openly, admittedly say that I'm not. And, yeah, there's a lot of times where Bergman would bring up these actors or actresses. And I'm like, dude, I'm sorry, man. I just don't know who that is. And it got to a point where actually our boss, Amanda, said to me, is this a joke? Like, like are you serious? I'm like, I'm serious. I don't know who these people are. Like, I know who Albert Pujols is, but I don't know who, is, who Margaret, whatever yeah. her name was. Margot Robbie. Now, yeah, hold on. Now, now yeah. real quick, we started this conversation by uh, talking about Mason unfollowing yes. Lindsay on Twitter. Right, let's get back to beating up on oh, him. Let's deflect oh, from me yeah. and beat and up then, on Mason. And then you, you guys were telling me that Mason and I were saying they were hipper than us. Now, I did not hear that in that cut. Uh, I felt that they were taking shots at you, but I feel like you could be fine, Kappa. I I like you no matter what you do. Okay, or well, don't maybe know. not. What, right, or don't know. Maybe not what you do, because you could do some stuff that, you know, like kill somebody and I won't like you anymore. Oh, I wouldn't do but, that. But, yeah, I mean, I draw the line at certain things. Right, yeah, But, nonetheless, even with your flaws, I feel like we can have fun with them, because we all have flaws. We all have things we, 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 don't, we aren't great at. Now, we've just figured out, potentially, a way to figure that out. Now, so, shame on them for shaming you, because I bet you there's stuff Steve Mason and John Ireland don't know, although I, I don't know about Ireland. Listen, Ireland, Ireland Mason- really knows everything. Yeah, and Mason is far from hip. I don't know if just, like, knowing actors and actresses and movies that came out is really, like, the measuring stick for being hip, especially in L.A. Yeah, now, wait a second. So, so. so, Laura, you said what? That Mason took a shot at Lindsay at the end of Game of Games? Yeah, because they were doing a game, and Michael Thompson was describing this type of Lindsay, and he goes, Mason. He goes, Lindsay Fulton, and and it was... It wasn't a nice description. It wasn't a bad. Oh, wow. I have, I have the audio for that, too. Okay. Oh, you have. let's hear that real quick. Let's hear that real quick. This famous Lindsay is talented, but sometimes she's a mess. Mason. John. Mason. Lindsay Fulton. No. no. Wow. <laughs> John. Wow. 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 Now, Steve Mason is listening to the show. To start sure the show here, I would sure say I, w- I would say that if that were Mason, it would say he's not talented and always a mess, right? Right. So he he says he did not unfollow you. He says here on oh, yeah, text, he, well, he, he texts us here. I did we'll not right in capital letters unfollow Lindsay at Lindsay Baseball. How could I forget? Now, Lindsay, why do you? Uh, how, okay, so you never explained how how that happened. 
because I, I clicked on a tweet. There was a couple people tweeting at me about the show and them ripping on Kaplan for not being hip, whatever. So, you know, sometimes when you click on a tweet, I meant to click on the tweet and I clicked on Mason's profile and it popped up. And I just noticed, happened to notice that it didn't say like follows you on there, which it says next to somebody who follows you. And it doesn't say that. So mm. I was like, oh, wow, he doesn't follow me anymore. Now, let me look at this real quick. She is right. If they don't follow you, it will not say follows you on it. Yeah, it, it right, because I look at Steve Mason on mine, it says follows you, mm-hmm. right? He yeah. doesn't follow me, and it obviously doesn't say follow. Well, remember, you weren't invited to his party right. this weekend Right, I'm, I'm not taking a shot at Mace. I'm just saying I agree with Lindsay. Let's I want to tell you guys that, you know, I thought I thought Mason was having a party this weekend. Remember he was having a Labor Day party? Does anybody remember that? Oh, yeah, that I never he went to He was going that. to, okay. but he so canceled. So let me tell you what happened. So Sunday oh, he after, canceled. Sunday oh. afternoon, Sunday afternoon, I send Mason a text. I go, hey, um, what's the address and what time? And he's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, the party. <laughs> I, I go, well, I'm, I'm here. I'm like, I'm in the neighborhood. I'm just waiting for the exact address and the exact time. I'm stopping by the grocery store to pick up some wine and stuff. And he's like, no, 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 man. I canceled the party. I'm like, well, nobody told me. I thought the party was on. So I thought that it was a big deal this weekend. Like we're having a big party at Mason's place. Yeah, I'm looking at Mason's Twitter and the 854 people he follows. I, I, I'm scrolling through and I've yet to see you, Lindsay, is what I'm saying. He doesn't follow me anymore. I sent you guys a screenshot. He doesn't follow me anymore. And I send mine like, she's right. Well, I'm going to tell you guys something really quickly. This makes me very happy that Steve Mason is Wow. Yeah, that's true. Mason, you are lying because she did send the screenshot and I'm looking at it right here. This makes me very happy that Steve Mason is not following Lindsay. And let me explain why that is. I feel like many people looked at me and went, this Lindsay for Bergman trade, this producer swap. You guys ever see that show Wife Swap? You know, um, this is producer swap. And I think a lot of people looked at me and went, you brought this up on the air. You're the one that said you said you would trade Bergman for Lindsay. That was the thing that got this whole thing started. It's starting to sound to me, George Sedano, mm-hmm. like there may have been some issues behind the scenes oh. between Mason and Lindsay that right. ultimately prompted this big trade. And while everybody pointed the finger at me like, hey, Kaplan, look what you did here. We actually might be pointing the finger right back to Mason in Ireland. Okay, now Steve Mason has just texted me again. Okay, he's texted all of us. Sorry. I saw he's on a group chat here. He says, oops, I didn't unfollow her. I never followed her. Now, Lindsay, is that accurate? No, that's incorrect because there was a whole bit when I started working on the show about following me. and no, They didn't know who like the, the new producer was, blah, 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 blah. Yes, he did follow me. He did. So he's just Mason, trying to make are himself... You- you know, he's just, you know, it's just space. That's what he does. He always has to be the star of the show. He loves that we are talking about him right now on well, our show. Let we me are tell using you something right our now. show, Sedano and Cap, to talk about Steve Mason, and he is eating it up. That's exactly what he wants, you know? Let me, let me just say something. As far as who's hipper, I don't care who knows more about movie stars, okay? I don't care who knows more about movies or, or what everybody thinks they're a pop culture expert, okay? Here's what I'm going to tell you. You're I just so tweeted a picture. About that. I just tweeted a picture. Of myself, uh-huh. rocking the flyest outfit you've ever seen. I don't know about that. No, no, check it. Check. I mean, it, I've seen it. It's a okay. romper in Let a Mercedes Benz romper. No, it is not a romper. It is an it is a dope AF outfit that I am rocking, and nobody, I <laughs> mean, AF. nobody can rock this outfit the way I can. There's not a 50 year old white guy on planet Earth that can rock this outfit the way I rocked it today. In fact, you know who you look like daughter, in that in this picture that you just tweeted tell at me. Scott Kaplan. Yeah, you me. look like like a 2021 version of Malibu's Most Wanted. Malibu-tay, yeah. 
Let me tell you something right now. There is not a 50-year-old white guy on planet Earth that can rock what I'm rocking. My 14-year-old daughter saw me in this outfit, and she said, you go, girl. That's right. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, let, let's, 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 fi- let's get to the bottom of this. Is Mason petty for unfollowing Lindsay? 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Do you believe that Steve Mason, his defense is he never followed her? Do you buy that? We will open it up to you in just a moment. Coming up next, Keyshawn Johnson, our boy Key. Oh, boy. He said some things today on First Take that Raider fans are going to be like, say what? We'll get to that coming up in three minutes. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ay, ay, ay. What a, what a, what a start to the show. I mean, good Lord. <laughs> Oh, there's my guy, Ed Sheeran. It's a good song. Lindsay, I know you're not an Ed Sheeran person, but I like this song. I didn't say I wasn't. I just <laughs> I just think of him as like, I don't know. He just seems kind of nerdy for the music that he, he does. Oh, he definitely know? looks nerdy. He doesn't look like a guy who has that voice. Right, totally. He just His voice does not fit his body, his yeah. face, everything. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I'm 100% with you on that. He looks like, he looks like Seth Rogen's like, cousin. Is what he looks like. <laughs> Seth Rogen's way nerdier cousin. Yeah, way nerdier cousin. That's what he looks like. But he doesn't look like he has that kind of, you know, singing ability. So, um, But anyhow, Kaplan, you're a Ned Sheeran guy or no? Um, eh, I mean, wait a second. Who's Ed Sheeran? That's what I meant to say. That's what I meant. Ah, there you go. You actually <laughs> do know who he is. By the way, the funniest part of that is that when we played that audio, they weren't necessarily saying they were hipper than us. So they do have some self-awareness, Mason and Ireland. Um, even Mason, which is, for me, I feel like a big compliment to say. Um, but they did say you don't know pop culture. I do want to talk about, like, Hot Vicky. I feel like we completely glossed over Ireland's well, wife's friend, Hot Vicky. Yeah, um, which and also. And I, wait, wait, I, I, and also the part where Bergman literally said that she no that Kaplan uh, Kaplan Ireland said that Hot Vicky is like you Kaplan, and except you know she's a, very attractive, and then Bergman said, well, that's definitely not you. Well, that's because Bergman doesn't find me to be hot. However, I can tell you right now that if there's Hot Vicky, there should be Hot Cappy. Hot okay? Hot Cappy or Hot Scotty? Hot Cappy. Hot, I, oh, hot Scotty works too. Yeah, like yeah. you could have a hot toddy. You could have a Scotty hot Scotty. Scotty too hotty? Can you be, yeah. you be Scotty oh. too hotty like the old wrestler? Right. right. And listen, let me tell you something right now. I appreciate all the 710 listeners who immediately went to Twitter and saw my new outfit that is so fly, that is so drippy, that is so dope AF. Everybody's commenting on it. Everybody's seeing it. And guess what? You're jealous. You can't rock it. You can't pull it off. I can. Uh, Swag, yeah. George Sedano. That is called Swagalicious, is what that's Swag-a-licious. called. Swagalicious. <laughs> right. We are getting all kinds of new words out of you today, Cap. Swagalicious. I love yes. it. I love it. Yeah. There you go. So, so anyway, so there, there we go. So 
we've we've now created two alter egos today: Petty Mace and uh, and Scotty Too Hottie. There we go. So now we have created two alter egos for the station today. Now, speaking of the station, Keyshawn, which you can hear Who? each and every morning, Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, as Max has joined, Max Kellerman, our friend, has joined Keyshawn in the morning. So Keyshawn, every Wednesday, will be on first take with Stephen A. during the football season. And Keyshawn, do we have that audio of what he said today of his elite QBs? Because he put someone on there that I was like, record scratch. Like, what? Uh, do we have that, Laura? All right, let me hear Key this morning with Stephen A. and Molly. Okay, so now he was right that Derek Carr um, was an MVP candidate back in 2016. He was excellent. Um, he was 12-3 and as the starter that year. He had the one game he missed uh, due to injury, if I recall correctly. But he has not been that guy since. And Gruden has been there for – is it is Gruden's now, what, two years? This, it's is, two, uh, this is going into three or four. I think three. I'll yeah, this it. is year three of John Gruden. So mm-hmm. this is year three of John Gruden. And, you know, it's not all Gruden's fault. But Derek Carr being elite, as much as I love Key, I feel like that's more of Key taking a jab at John Gruden than it is about giving Derek Carr love. Now, I could be wrong. I have known to be wrong plenty of times, particularly when it comes to my guy Key's thinking. However, I just feel like that is more like, hey, Gruden, you got a guy who was an MVP candidate in 2016. What you doing with him? Not much, it seems like. Yeah, George, let me just say this about Derek Carr, since this is where the conversation has gone, because Key decided to put him in his top five quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, I, I have covered Derek Carr's entire NFL career. His first year, they had a coach named Dennis Allen. I remember going to do a game for CBS at the time. I walked in. We did an interview with, with, uh, with Carr. I walked out, and I, I said to the guys who we were doing the broadcast with, it was Kevin Harlan and uh, Rich. Oh, gosh, I can't believe I can't get his last name out of my head right now. Uh, Rich, Rich Gannon. Uh, thank you. Rich Gannon. I said to Rich Gannon, I go, Rich, Derek Carr is not going to make it in this league. Derek Carr doesn't have the personality to be a star quarterback. But you know what was happening at the time, George? There was a middle in his rookie season of a coaching change going on. Then after they got rid of Dennis Allen, they went into a guy named Tony Sperano. Do you remember that name? I Tony do. Sperano. He, he was an interim coach. He was then the coach of the Dolphins. Right. He was an interim coach. He's the guy who buried a football on the Raiders complex in Oakland and said, we're burying the season. We're starting over. They got rid of him. By the way, they, he has since passed away. May he rest correct. in peace. God rest his yeah. soul. Then they moved into Jack Del Rio, which is, by the way, when Derek Carr started to actually. Got good. Yes. Yes. Right. And then from, from that, from Jack Del Rio, then they moved into, into John Gruden. You're talking about a young guy in the NFL who's probably, what, six, seven, eight years into his career who's had four head coaches. Right. Not to mention he's had like four or five different offensive coordinators. But I, 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 was, I say I, I st- stood corrected because I didn't think Carr had the personality for it. I've come to think that he does. But, but to say that Derek Carr belongs in the same breath with a Patrick Mahomes, a Tom Brady, a Russell Wilson, I mean the guys who really stand out amongst the best quarterbacks in the NFL – I don't see what key key not key. All right, so key, here's key. Key's list. Here's yeah. Key's list. I just want to make sure that that we got it here. So Key's list. It's on the first take Twitter. His elite QB list is Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Derek Carr. I mean, come on, Derek Carr doesn't belong in that group. No, no. no. Look, I, here are some quarterbacks I would take ahead of Derek Carr. A lot of them. Okay, so I will start with Josh Allen from Buffalo. Okay. Check. I, I, would I got take that him. on my list. Check. I would take the, a guy who's already been an MVP in Lamar Jackson. I Check would take on him. my list. There you go. Yeah, I, I would take Matthew Stafford, who plays for the Rams. Um, I, I would consider – now, 
I, I'll, after this year, I will make more of a determination. But right now, I would consider I, – not that I would say I'm sure about it, but I would consider Justin Herbert uh, over Derek Carr right now. Uh, but again, could, could he be a one-year wonder? We'll see. He set the rookie record for touchdowns, Justin Herbert. All right? So there's that. I, I mean, Ryan Tannehill has had a resurgence in Tennessee. He went to the no AFC doubt. title game, no, for God's no sake. Doubt. Listen, keep going, by the way. I'll throw Ben Roethlisberger. Baker Mayfield? Baker Mayfield, 100% on my list. I put Baker Mayfield before Derek Carr all day, every day. I'll throw Ben Roethlisberger on this list ahead of Derek Carr. I mean, I, I'll come up with more if I need to, but Derek Carr is not a top-five quarterback in the NFL. Not, he's just not. No, no, I, I agree. Let's go to Carlos real quick on the 91. Wants to talk about Lindsey uh, and this whole situation with Mace. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I think uh, Mason's the king of petty, man. I'm a Mason in Ireland listener, and she was making the show great. And now that they took, him away, took her away and gave him sausage jeans back, now, you know, the show's <laughs> going to go downhill from there. But, hey, good luck, Lindsey. And I'm going to keep, keep updated with your OnlyFans. You're looking like a snack out there. Oh, damn, boy. Thanks, you're the best. There we go. Looking like a snack. I haven't heard that line in years. Johnny in Tustin. Johnny, what's up? Yeah, I'm I'm the same. Petty Mace. I was irritated to see that Lindsey's gone. Uh, He doesn't like the fact that she calls him out, and that's all there is to it. She doesn't kiss his butt. Uh, Mason wouldn't be there without Ireland. Ireland makes the show. No, don't say that. They make it together. That's not true. That's not true, though. Johnny, thank you for the call. That is not love you too, Johnny. They need each other. They're they're, don't don't do that. Don't did all of this happen? Just as a side note, did all of this happen on Mason and Ireland today? Because yesterday, what was said on this show was that if I were on the Mason and Ireland show, you'd be the young guy. Yeah, I'd be the young kid of the show. But because I'm on the Sedano and Cap show, right now I'm the old guy of this team. Right, right, right. And that's is this where this all came from? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's the case. Let me go to Raymond in Compton. Raymond, what's up? Hey, um, hey guys, I, I like your show, but uh, I, I honestly don't think um, Mace is being petty. I'm um, being honest, Sedano. I I love your knowledge, but I feel like you're an instigator, especially when it comes down to. Oh base. no no no, Raymond, Raymond, you you don't have to think I'm being an instigator. I'm a hundred percent being an instigator. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I mean, I mean there, there's, right. there's, there's, there's no thinking about, about it. Like, yeah. I'm 100% being an instigator. Right. Once Lindsay told me that, I said that is the first topic on the show today. Like, there is no question. And I even wanted Chris to do an open, but he had already done an open for something else. Like, so trust me. Yes, I am an instigator, Raymond. But thank you, buddy. I appreciate you. Um, let me sneak in Joey in Simi Valley real quick before the break. Joey. Hey, yo, what's up, guys? Let me leave with this. Uh, Cap, bro, I seen the picture on Twitter. You do look drippy. I'll give you that, all right? Oh, I'll look at that. Drippy. Drippy's so, good. Word, that is a word that I left Yo, out, but it is right on. Though. Oh, no, you're good. But listen, my condolences to at Lindsay Baseball. Uh, I'm going to miss you up there in the big leagues with Mason and Ireland with the big boys. Um, I see everybody coming for Mason and Ireland right now. Uh, what, is the, what does their boy Omar say? If you come at the king, you best not miss. Yeah, I we'll, we'll see, we'll, we'll see. They, I've, I've always shown I mean, plenty of respect to Mason that, in Ireland. That the afternoon drive shows the big boys, but you know that's just me. All right, eight seven 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 ten ESPN. What do you make of Mason unfollowing Lindsay? Do you believe that Mason uh, Mason's response was that he never followed her? Do you buy that? Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Also, what do you think of Key saying that Derek Carr is an elite quarterback in his top five? 
Raider fan, even you can't buy that. 877-710-ESPN. Coming up next, speaking of Mason, I heard Mason say something even crazier yesterday about the Dodgers. I want to get to that. Stick around. We're back in three minutes and 45 seconds. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Sedona and Cap with you here on 710 ESPN. This is my favorite Pink song. You Really? You have a favorite Pink song? Love Pink. See how, see how pop culture-y I am? I love Pink. Seen Pink a few different times. Saw her at Staples. Saw her down in San Diego one time. Love Pink. Great show in person. Girl power. I got three daughters. You know the whole story. I saw her once open up for NSYNC. Oh my, that's really? got to be going back. That's got to be going a back a long time. time ago. Yeah. yeah, it was like, wait, she had like one song, but she was great. You're right. She was great in uh, live in concert. Love you, Pink. If you're listening this afternoon, love you, girl. Great inspiration for my daughters. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, she also did that. Um, when did, what performance, what music award show did she perform at here in L.A.? It was, I want to say here at LA Live, or out, I, I say here because I always assume we're at the station, but we're not. But you get the point. Um, at LA Live, she, where she climbed like the, um, the Ritz-Carlton or whatever. What award show was that a couple years ago? Where she had like some sort of trapeze thing she did outside. I think was it, it was the, the American, it might have been the American Music Awards. I'll, was it the I'm Espies? not sure. No, was it wasn't it the, the was it the, I'm just I'm just naming award shows, just so you know. I mean, I, I, AMAs I or Grammys, one no. of those. All right, gotcha. I just was going to start naming other ones, you know. I just, but I only had Grammys and ESPYS. After that, I was kind of struggling for other award shows. Yeah, I think it was the American Music Awards. Was it, it might the have Tonys? No, it wasn't the Tonys. Definitely no. not the Tonys. Okay, got it. Pink scaled <laughs> a building. Let's just look that up. <laughs> just trying quick. to think of other ones. Pink scales, AMAs, yeah, and oh. pink scales building in AMAs. Yeah, oh, it, wasn't it was twenty seventeen. Oh. I remember because I was, I, I want to say, I was I still doing the morning show? Was I doing? I might have still been doing the morning show because I, I, I'm almost positive I had that conversation with LZ on the air. Um, but nonetheless, yeah, I like Pink. Pink is great. Pink has great messages for young women. I would say, is that fair to say? That's what I think. Yeah, that's what I think. I mean, I think you know one of the things. Listen. I'm not going to get Now, we should ask whole... the ladies. Yeah. I don't, no offense to us. Like, no, that's we, okay. Yeah. That, I mean, right. Lindsay and Laura probably have a better opinion on this than you well, and me. I don't know. You know, as much as I know about pop culture, here's what I can you tell you You have four daughters, right? Or yeah, three daughters. Yeah. Three daughters. And here's what I can yeah. tell you. One thing about Pink is that I love about it is she's like, yo, you don't got to be like six feet and, and starving and, and runway model. That doesn't have to be your body. You can be beautiful in, in lots of other ways. Yes. And my girls are like, you go, Pink. And I'm like, yeah, Pink. You go, girl. Pink. Yeah. Do it. Love Pink. What do you today think, her Lindsay? birthday or something? What's up with Pink today? Yeah, today's her birthday. I oh, love really? her. I think she's great. And, you know, she's a great role model. You know, she's kind of – I know that her and her husband, uh, she's married to Carrie Hart, who was like a – he's a BMX rider, I think. Oh, because I was going to say they, him, I don't know. Yeah, they, they – not a lot of people know who he is because, you know, unless you're into that whole extreme sports scene. But yeah. anyway, so she's done a really good job, I think, of raising her kids kind of – co-parenting situation and she's an amazing performer and artist how old is pink anybody know don't tell me let me guess how old is pink maybe i don't know 45 how old is pink 
she is uh 42 oh, oh 42 sorry pink. overshot overshot sorry, pink yeah. my bad my bad my b my b pink <laughs> <laughs> so unhip of you to say that cap yes i know right right anyway love pink where are we, George? Where were we? Where, 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 we, where we going to the Dodgers? Where we going? Oh, we were going to the Dodgers because okay. the Dodgers are about right. to play in a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. So I wanted to talk about the Dodgers real quick. And I said Mason said something else that was crazy, okay? Mm -hmm. So do we have the audio of Mason talking about uh, Walker Bueller and uh, Max Scherzer? Is that audio or no? Do we have audio on that or no? Yes, we do. Okay, so let me hear that. Uh, so it was basically, Lindsay, tell me what it was. It was they were talking about one game scenario, game for your life with the Dodgers pitching staff right now. Who would you put on the on, on the mound? Is that it? Yeah, and Ireland was saying it's got to be Scherzer. And Mason and Bergman were both disagreeing with them. Okay, now let me uh, let me hear the audio real quick. If you have one game, you don't even consider giving that ball to anybody no, but Scherzer. I, first of all, I don't I don't agree with you. Uh, that's a, what that is is prisoner of the moment. Walker Bueller threw exactly it, one it, bad game in twenty twenty one. I didn't say I didn't I didn't say anything about Bueller. Walker Bueller is a big game pitcher for us. Career what is career in the postseason, two thirty five ERA, point sixty six uh whip. But, 83 strikeouts in 61 innings. Scherzer's won been three Cy Young awards. I mean, uh, and and by the way, Scherzer's not been. He's been pretty good in the postseason. He's been really good. Seven and five, three thirty-eight ERA, buck thirteen whip. I just think Walker Bueller is our big game pitcher. He's been there for game fives. He's been there for game sevens. I feel strongly that you throw out. I mean, as long as he reverts to form and he continues to throw the way he did for most of the season, I still think Walker Bueller starts a one-game playoff. Um. Go ahead, Cap. Do you want well, to go here's first? The thing. Listen, yeah, let me start off by saying this. If you say you would put the ball in Max Scherzer's hands rather than Walker Bueller's hands for a one-game playoff, it doesn't have to be a shot at Walker Bueller. Correct. It, it, it can be that what the Dodgers did at the trade deadline was go out and get the best available pitcher that they could make a move for, and by the way, he has been, to quote Dave Roberts, better than advertised. Do you understand what I'm saying? He came in here with a reputation of being a great pitcher, a champion, a guy in his late 30s, very experienced, still got it. But he's been better than advertised. And as much as, as I hear what Steve is saying, that you're a prisoner of the moment, you're only looking at today. You're darn right that's what I'm doing. I'm looking at right now. And right now, if you said to me, you got one game and you got to pick between Bueller and Scherzer, without hesitation, I will take Scherzer. The thing that Steve is doing is, and I understand it, it's this loyalty thing. I already know Bueller. He's been here. He's been part of the building process. He's been part of a World Series team. So I understand the loyalty and the love for Bueller. But picking Scherzer over Bueller is not a knock on Bueller. Do you understand what I'm saying? A hundred percent, I get what you're saying. Like, but we live in this tribal world right now, Kaplan, where it's like if if you have you put any question out there of like A versus B, <laughs> it's like immediately you, you you go to being a hater, you know. Yeah, and I know right. Laura was joking with you earlier about that. Like she I, she doesn't mean it when she says that. Um, or at least unless not. she's talking about oh. the Chargers, and I am a hater. It's true, right? That, but you are a self-proclaimed. That's fine. Um, what I would add is this: is that this is the world we live in. 
it, you know, it's just very tribal. You, a versus B. No, I'm on team A. You suck because you're on team B. And it just, I hate that world that we're right. in at the moment. Yeah. But to your point, that's the case. Now, I will say this. In this regard, I'm with John Ireland. Max Scherzer has a, first of all, give me the guy with more experience in those situations. On top of the fact that he's been really good. He has 112 innings pitched in the postseason. Like, that's pretty damn impressive. And, and, and again, he's won a World Series. And he's also been a three-time Cy Young Award winner. That's not a knock on Walker Bueller. Like, both are great, but that's a, that's a luxury if you're the Dodgers. You get to pick from one of those two guys. Right, right. If you had Joe Montana and Steve Young and you said, well, you know what? I prefer Steve Young. I think he should be the starter. He's more mobile. I like that he's left-handed. I mean, if you came up with a whole bunch of things, it's not necessarily because you don't like Joe Montana, who's already banked four Super Bowls for you. It's just that at this moment in time, I think this player is better for this situation. And again, for me, I'm with Dave Roberts. Max Scherzer has been better for the Dodgers than what he was advertised as before he became a Dodger. We all knew he was really good in Washington, but come on, everybody. Were we really all paying attention to Washington Nationals baseball every night? I was No, wasn't. but come on, man. If you like baseball, you know how good Max Scherzer is. Of course, but my point is better than advertised, meaning we knew he was good and we knew what his reputation was, but now that we watch him pitch every you five You see him days, every day. You have a different right, perspective. Correct. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. You're welcome. I mean, the way you interpreted what I was trying to say, I would have blabbed on for like 15 minutes if you didn't shorten it down to 30 seconds. Nice work out of you, George Sedano. I, I mean, that's what I do. I feel like I am the uh, Kaplan whisperer. You know, yes. I can just like, boom, get it in very succinctly. Coming up next, if you thought we talked UCLA yesterday, wait till you find out why we're talking about them next. We're back in two minutes and 17 seconds. Oh, come on now. Lindsay, don't tell me you didn't know this song. I mean, of course I know this song. Let's be okay, serious. Okay, I had to ask. Now that Tony, 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 you didn't know it feels good, I feel like I need to ask these questions. I'm Sorry. just saying, like, back back in the time when these songs were popular, I was probably, like, at USA Skates, you know, like the roller skating rink. Love skating yeah. around in, like, elementary school. Yeah. Oh, and Tony, school. Tony, Tony, I guess it probably just wasn't a big hit out here. Just that one no, song. No, it, it's fine. It's fine. Not I'm with Belle Bib DeVoe. I mean, this one is, you know, this one also released in the same year. So that's why I'm asking. You know what I mean? Like, When was the last time you were on roller skates, everybody? Oh, I can tell you that the last time I was on roller skates. Not roller blades, not in line. I'm talking four, oh, oh, four like, wheels. Oh, okay. That's different. Um, I would. I took my kid to a roller skating rink when she was really little. So it's probably like Four years ago, if I had to yeah. guess, you still got yeah. it. You still got uh, you still got the juice, man. I'm I mean a decent roller skater. Like I'm not. I don't think I can go backwards anymore. Like oh. I don't think I'm good enough to do that at this stage of my life. But I mean, I can go forward and start and stop and do all that stuff. I just need to go around the rink once or twice, you know, and then get the feel for it again, and then I'm good. Same thing with ice skating. I took my kid ice skating once, um, my oldest uh, ice skating once, and uh, and I I felt great. Like honestly, I was more like. She was so afraid the first time out because she was so little that I eventually I just said, you know what? I want to enjoy this for a second myself. My mom was with me. She was visiting at the time. I was like, hey, you want to sit with grandma for a little while while daddy <laughs> just goes around the rink? And she was like, sure. And I did my own thing for like five or ten minutes. That would be a great radio station promotion if we did like a throwback night at a roller skating rink. Oh, and yeah. We and we do like, like all 80s music. 90s, and, yeah, 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 yeah. And everybody came in looking to roller skate because I haven't been on skates in a long time. 
But as you know, George, I'm probably a little too overconfident for my own good. Yeah, no um, question. I believe I could get on skates and I'd be the same guy I was when I was 13 years old. I feel like yeah. I still got the same moves. Muscle memory, baby. Maybe, maybe. You know, I don't, I don't know. I, it does take me a little bit. I need to go around a couple times and then I can feel con- more confident. Now, speaking of overconfident, mm-hmm. Ed Orgeron and the LSU Tigers – Definitely overconfident coming in to the Rose Bowl the other day. And, true. you know, he, he had the whole thing that was caught on video where he said to the guy, you you know, the uh, guy said we're going to lock uh, you up, right, because uh, of the uh, issue. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I mean, this uh, dates back to when he was at USC. Right, that's what he said. He said this. UCLA. Here's a direct quote. This is what he said, George. Like what is sissy what? blue shirt, right? What? Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, 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 sissy blue. <laughs> what the hell did he say? Yeah, we're gonna lock your ass up in that sissy blue shirt. Oh, I that's what he what said. Okay, because yeah. I thought he just said sissy <laughs> blue. Yeah. So there's that. What he says. So that was all there going on over the weekend. Everyone was talking about that. But today, Scott Kaplan. Today, yes, do you know why people are talking about the UCLA Bruins today? Well, I'll take a stab here, George, um, because, you know, listen, this is a team, UCLA, that no one really had high expectations of. I mean, two weeks ago, the story was Chip Kelly has not won a game outside of the conference in his entire time at UCLA. And not only did UCLA beat Hawaii, which, okay, maybe it wasn't so impressive. It was a nice tune-up. The win against LSU shocked the college football world. And with that, UCLA starting to get nationally recognized i would suppose that's why people are starting to talk about ucla no they're talking well sort of so they're talking about them today Mm -hmm. because they are ranked for the first time since 2015 would you like to guess where they are ranked um i'd say if you started the season outside the top 25 and you knock off a team that's in the top 20 you probably enter the polls in the 19 20 21 range 16 for the ucla bruins Wow, 16. That's impressive. Did LSU fall out of the polls? I'm just wondering. I don't have them they sitting did. in front of me. Did they yes, really? they did. They okay, did understandably so. They are now also receiving votes. Okay, because I think they votes. were 16 going into this game last week. Yes, they were so, 16. Yeah. And, you know, look, the, the Trojans mm-hmm. are 14. They're right mm-hmm. there. So UCLA and USC, for the first time in at least five years, mm-hmm. are both ranked in the top 20, let alone the top 25. Yeah. That's great. Listen, um, This is why I'm so excited about UCLA. And let me preface it by saying I'm an SC football fan. So um, I am happy to see UCLA with this early season success because I want real rivalry. Too many conferences in college football, George, have realigned, and we've lost great rivalries. There is no more Oklahoma-Nebraska. There is no more Pitt-Penn State. There is no more Florida State, Florida. I mean, some of these what I call, you know, legendary sort of old school college football historical rivalries, rivalries, a lot of them are gone, you know? And so I love Michigan, Ohio State. I love USC versus UCLA. But the series sucks when one team's good or decent and the other team's just horrible. So this is good news if you are a football fan, not necessarily an SC fan or UCLA fan, just a pure football fan to have these two teams both be in the top 25, 14 and 16, and hopefully by the time we get to the end of the season and they face off, hopefully it's a monster important game. Yeah, I, I think so. And look, I'm already super excited for it. Do you know why? Because I'm calling the game on ESPN Radio. I am calling game. on November 20th, USC versus UCLA. 
That is amazing. Um, that is awesome, George. Congratulations. I don't know if I've told you, but I'm actually hosting the Rose Bowl parade this year on television. Get out of here. Yeah, I made that up. I lied. I tried to one-up you. My bad. My bad. Yeah. Why do you but I'd like that? to. I'd really like to. I'd really like I mean, to host you know, a parade. I'm sure you would. I'm yeah. sure you'd be great at it. Well, thanks. I mean, I don't know, you know, what skill you need to have to be a Rose Bowl parade host, but I'm sure you've got it. I think you've got to be able to uh, read is probably the, the number and one talk. attribute. Yeah. In complete sentences. I think I got that down. I mean, it's been like yeah. 25 years of doing this. I think I can do it. I really and I don't you know need, what it is. You need to marvel. You need to know how to marvel very well. You know what I mean uh-huh. by that? You mean like like, you, like when a, a parade like when a float comes by like yes, oh wow yes yes look yes. at that can you practice for a second oh, here my here goodness. we go here we go so yeah. here, here's what we got we got a rose uh par- rose bowl parade float mm-hmm. and it is um it's always uh, something let, like Rocky the Moose you know what I mean right like, where right come Laura from? what's a traditional rose bowl parade float like do you is there one that I that I can come to mind very quickly no because I hate the rose parade really? oh. What? Really? I've I used to live to in Pasadena. It. I went to it when I used to I, live there. I used to go just because my friend had like really good seats because of where he worked, but mm-hmm. we would just get drunk like really early. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. I've never been a Rose Bowl person or like the Macy's parade, you know? Yeah. yeah I went one time. I went one time. Did um, you get drunk? So Cap. Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't get drunk. I went with my child. <laughs> oh. um, so Cap, look, uh, we'll, we'll be perfect. There's like a, there's like a football one. Um, so, you know, they have one usually every year with a football and it's like the football's going through the goalpost, but it's made out of beautiful roses. So oh, wow. go ahead, Cap, marvel at it. Go ahead. Oh, look at this one, everybody. This one is one of my favorites that I've seen so far today. Look at this. They Because this is really perfect for the Rose Bowl, right? They've got the goalpost that you would see here in the Rose Bowl Stadium with the football going right through. And all of that is made in roses. And a special shout-out goes to Lindsay's Roses in Pasadena. They made this. They're artistic. They're beautiful. They've been part of the Rose Bowl festivities for so many years. Congratulations and shout-out. That, to me, that's probably my favorite one that we've seen so far. Now, now listen – they, I think you, you, you that was pretty good. I would just add that you create you did the obvious thing about saying they were made of roses. The whole thing is made of roses. All the floats are made of roses. Hence oh, the really? Rose Bowl parade. Oh, I didn't realize that all the floats were made of roses. I thought they yes. had like the blow up floats like the Macy's parade, you know? No, 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 no. It's the Rose Bowl parade. Roses. Oh. Tur- it's the parade of roses. Okay, that's a small piece of history, George, that I was unaware of, and I will research and study that. Okay, yeah. but let's get back to you, UCLA USC, yeah. on November twentieth. That ESPN is monster, Radio. I'll be there. It's, a, it's yes. a monster game today. Yeah. Today yes. it's a monster game. Now yes. all USC has to do is go through Stanford and Washington State and Oregon State and Colorado and Utah. Notre Dame could be a road bump along the way. Arizona, Arizona State, Cal to get to that game. When I look at SC's schedule, I say to myself. If ever there was a year where you could go unbeaten and beat your chest to the whole country, Pac-12, SC, tradition, history, Heisman Trophy winners, national championships, we need to be in the playoffs. This schedule for SC is conducive to making a championship run because it's, it's quote-unquote easy. Now, would, the, would they make it in with this schedule? Because it's, and I'm going to put this in quotes as well, it's kind of weak. Okay. Fair enough. Now, h- how about this? I want to ta- I want to discuss this a little further on the other side. I also actually have another Dodgers question that I want to ask people on the other side, and it's, this doesn't have specifically anything to do with this particular team. It's like a big picture question um, that involves the Hall of Fame. So I want to get to that in the other side as well. 
Um, but do you have – like, can we attack the rest of this on the other side? Are you okay with that? All. Go for it. Okay. Let's do that. But real quick, can I sneak in JR real quick? Because um, he's been holding on for a really long time, and I apologize. Go ahead, JR, quickly. I got like 30 seconds. All right, real quick. So I just wanted to clarify the discussion that you guys were having earlier about the shade being thrown between um, this show and Mason Ireland. Um, you guys are leaving out Christopher Morales. He was the one that instigated it because in his, um, in his intro today or his open, he mentioned um, the shade that you threw to them yesterday, and then he's like, I'm going to defend them, and I'm going to say that they're more hip than you guys. So that's Wait, a second. And, Wait a second. Yep. All right, JR, thank you. We will address that because Christopher Morales is actually in studio today. He will join us on the other side. We're going to talk to him.